Thank you for tuning in to Mafia Memoirs. This episode is brought to you by Rotafest and Zimware. Rotafest is the most powerful mobile invoicing software designed for auto detailers and auto recon professionals on the market today. More than just a mobile invoicing app, it gives you a complete suite of tools to manage your business. Yes, it has a mobile app designed for the iPhone and Android to decode the van and create an invoice out in the field. But it also includes integration with QuickBooks, customer management tools, reports, and now inventory management is included in this powerful suite of tools. Learn more about Rotafest at rotafest.com. Welcome to Mafia Memoirs. Take we have two. a special edition. <laughs> We've actually taken a trip out to see Sydney with I wash auto detailing <laughs> sorry i had I like so many thoughts in my head so sometimes when we get started we have a little bit a uh, few bumps and so yeah our first take was a little bumpy my name's jody i'm ron he can doesn't you, even know can you hear us now about Scott? can you hear us <laughs> somebody tell us if you can hear us yeah now. that's awesome so now hear us yeah so we are good in life so this is sydney bray gwynn right yeah did i get that right so she actually is local here in Idaho in a beautiful town called Hidden Springs. It's nestled in the foothills. And uh, we took the little drive. Believe it or not, it takes like 45 minutes to get out yeah. here, but it yeah. is gorgeous. And we, yeah, so, so we are super excited to be out here. <laughs> yeah, so we actually were in Salt Lake City last week with Sydney at uh, Rennie Doyle's one day at extreme uh, auto detail training at the D, uh, what is it, Detail, detail Envy detail shop. Envy. And man, we just had a fantastic time. And uh, Sydney and I were actually sitting down prior to the training beginning, and I thought it would be good to talk about how you got started, because I think it's a really unique story. Yeah, so. um, it is kind of funny. So um, I actually used to be a dental office administrator, and um, just got tired of that when kind of like the whole insurance industry started to change and stuff. So my family moved up to Hidden Springs about eight years ago. And um, like Jody said, it's way out of town. And so my problem was I was used to getting my car detailed, kind of particular. <laughs> and so then I was up here in this town with no way to get a ride, you know, for somebody to take me to get my car detailed. So um, my husband and I have always been car fanatics and kept our cars clean and stuff. And so we used to live up at the front of the neighborhood by the mercantile. So when all of our neighbors have to get their mail at the mercantile, you have to go in and there's a whole mail room and stuff. And so my house was right outside the mercantile. And so every resident would have to drive through the Merc parking lot and exit right in front of my house. And so I was always out there. I had a black Pontiac G8 at the time. So I was always out there washing my car, detailing it. I was bored, and I wasn't working for the first time in my life, so I was always out there washing, detailing my car. So, of course, the neighborly thing, they would pull up and stop and say, well, do you want to do my next? You know, and so then it just, like, occurred to me, like, hey, if I have this issue of not being able to get my car detailed because, you know, you would never want to ask a neighbor for a ride. They're like, Went all the way down the hill, and which is so funny for yeah, everybody watching because it's yeah, like, sorry, it's yeah, really yeah. not that far. It's really away. not that far. It's a thirty-five here, minute drive. Right. So anybody that has a two-hour commute right. to work, I right. apologize. But you live in Idaho, we don't do like, that. Yeah, and like Garden City is like six miles. Down yeah, yeah, but and it was it's a big deal. You don't want to get a ride, and people in Boise <laughs> are incredibly lazy. So, um, so then I thought, you know what? 
I should start washing my neighbor's cards, you know? So I threw it out on Facebook one day and said, hey, I'm home with my kids, they're in school, I know how to, you know, detail cars. And so I thought that like, maybe I would do <clears throat> one or two a month and that it would just be kind of like a side thing. And that very first week, which was in April of 2013, I had seven full details <laughs> right away. And it literally has been nonstop since that day. Um, only one week was I shut down, which was like the third week of Snowmageddon because I couldn't get my own car out of the garage. Yeah, nobody could but, get anywhere. Right, yeah, but it was exactly. only the one week of like a five-week, yeah. you know, craziness. And That's so I've been nuts. totally booked. And so we've moved to a couple different houses in this um, neighborhood because – then I thought, well, I'm not going to work during the winter. And then that first winter was so busy. And then, you know, we just had to keep going to different houses to find something accommodating. Now we're in our final location, um, which is a newer home. And, you know, we kind of built it around the shop. So that's funny because yeah, so most, most women build their house around the kitchen. Right. I didn't She's about built hers around her shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I spent the, more on the flooring mm -hmm. in my shop than I did. You know, when they say, like, oh, it's, you know, $3 a square foot or whatever, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do a tour here in a minute. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a beautiful so, show. Anyway, so, we'll look at that pretty quick yeah. here. So one of the, um, one of the things that, um, obviously, and, and I don't want to, you know, hyper-focus on it, but there are not a lot of women in detail. Right, right. And so, so far, the ones that I have met are a really good really and, really good and pay a lot more attention to detail yes. no pun intended at all yeah. than most of us guys do yeah. um so i picked up on it right away with sydney because when we were in utah we stopped <laughs> outside of the facility and she instantly went to the front of her car and started wiping bugs off <laughs> yeah uh, i on the other hand was like oh, we're probably gonna have to stop and scrub the dookie off the windows soon before we go back to idaho so I noticed right away that she had a, a different eye for things like that. So yeah. uh, does that kind of worry why you gravitated towards it? Yeah, or? yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, just in my life, I'm pretty detail-oriented, and I appreciate a clean car, and I, I appreciate – I come from a background of, like, car racing, very car-oriented. Um, when my husband asked me to marry him and asked me where I wanted to go on our honeymoon, I said, Charlotte, North Carolina, I want to do all the NASCAR stuff. Like, <laughs> so, I'm very, yeah, so I'm very car-oriented anyway. And so for me, like, I have a lot of passion for um, even just keeping cars in good condition. So I like classic cars, but I also have a huge appreciation for, like, 90s vehicles, you know, like, making them look new again. I enjoy the challenge. Um, but I do think, and nothing against men in the industry, <laughs> but I do think that women are much more detail-oriented. And I also think that there's... Um, that element of like not having an ego. Yeah. Um, and I just noticed this within trainings that I've been in is, um, and usually the instructors will always comment on it. Like, Oh, you actually listen. Like, you know, <laughs> and they're almost like always appalled, like, you know, because and what I see, um, some <clears throat> men in trainings is they'll, they act like they already know and they already yeah. know better. And so for me, like I'm like a sponge, I love all the information and obviously then you glean through what works for you. But, um, but I just know, I notice working with other women in the industry too, is just that we are a little bit you're, more, yeah, we are a little bit more, yeah, right? yeah. And that is, yeah. I think that's, a, that's something that's yep. kind of bred into guys. We're supposed mm -hmm. to do certain things. We're supposed to have an ego. We're supposed to know right. everything. Yep. Um, I, I do think that that's something that I do appreciate about people in the mafia. Everybody mm -hmm. expects people in the detail mafia to have this huge ego. For sure. Some do, yeah. <laughs> Parker. Um, but, <laughs> uh, but others don't. I mean, that's the coolest thing about it is some of the people that you think would have the biggest egos, right. guys that are just, yeah. 
huge. A couple yeah. of dudes that, you know, you know who I'm talking about. They're just huge guys. They don't. Yeah. You can ask them yeah. anything. And I, yeah. and I pick on For sure. Parker all the time. I love yeah. to pick on you. I love to pick on you. But he, <laughs> if you ask him a question, he's going to tell you. Oh, First, yeah. he's going to flip it on you, but then he's going to tell you. And the yeah. same thing with, yeah. you know, any of the guys, Justin Lobato, yeah. uh, Joab, uh, uh, Scott Masha. Those guys, they, they will answer any questions. You know, Sean Sepulveda, any of those guys. Rennie. I mean, Rennie's this great big, you know, hulking man, and he still will answer <laughs> yeah. any questions. He's one of the most humble guys I've ever right. met. So yep. that is what I think is great about the family mm-hmm. of the Detail Mafia. For so. sure, 100%. Yep. One of the things that I think is really unique with you is you've been able to, because of not word of mouth, mm-hmm. but visual mouth mm-hmm. you know people seeing you work on your stuff mm-hmm. it attracted mm-hmm. a captive audience and you yeah. do have a captive audience oh, very I mean, when so. you drive yeah, out here so. you're yeah. the only person right so yeah. you own this market yeah. and i think a lot of times uh do you, you know when i talk to other detailers they're like well i have a small market i you know i'm really struggling because i'm in a small market well you're in probably very the small. tiniest yeah. market yeah. that we've interviewed anybody in yeah. and it just goes sh- to show that if you have the right market, the right skill set, mm-hmm. the right temperament, the right attitude towards people, yep. you can build a really thriving mm-hmm. business oh, yeah. wherever yep. you are. Yeah. And some of the things I do to help um, build that captive audience was I offer a lot of um, things that people like to be taken care of. And so I offer pickup and drop off. Um, up here, there's a lot of people that travel for work. And so, you know, when they're gone during the week, I'll go pick up their car. So it also leads to flexibility in my schedule to kind of stick those people in where I have holes. Um, So I offer a lot of services as well, like just to make it more convenient for them to get their car detailed. And I notice a lot of people will come to me and say, I would, I would have never had my car detailed, but because I make it so convenient for them and such like, you know, it just makes them feel so good. It's amazing to me how many people, up here have their cars detailed that wouldn't otherwise think about because it. you're treating them like concierge right. would right, right? it's right. like mm-hmm. i have i wash out of detail and provides yeah. concierge service as mm-hmm. well as the detail yeah. yeah i just like how he says concierge it's yeah. Right. Yeah. Awesome. i have no idea <laughs> That's awesome. yeah. so how so how long have you been in business officially um like? six and a half years so it'll be seven years in april that's so, awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So you've been in business a long time comparatively. Yeah. We talked to a lot of mm-hmm. people that just started out. Um, what is your what is your specialty, if you will? Um, so I do do a lot of coatings now, but um, but I also do a lot of full details. And then I do, um, I mean, there's still full details, but I have a lot of customers that because my background's in the dental field, I still kind of am on that like six-month recall situation, and I relate a lot of it to teeth, like, you know, yeah, you wash your car every week, but you need me to like, you know, clay bar it, get all, you know, kind of put all that protection on. So I use a lot of um, teeth related analogies. And also I'm very big on education with my customers. So I definitely, you know, I'm always educating them. You know, if you buy a brand new car, that's when it's the most vulnerable. That's when we need to get it in. Um, And so I do a lot of education. And then, um, so mainly I do a lot of maintenance details. So my schedule honestly repeats itself like every six months. So I have a lot of customers that come every six months faithfully, um, which is great. And, you know, then some come once a year and then, you know, I have new customers every now and then, but, um, and even my coding clients, I always keep them on a really good recall, you know, and, you know, just letting them know that if we maintain that coding, we're not going to have to redo it. So, um, I do think that that helps me a lot too, but 
but a lot of full details. And, and then up here, um, and this is one of my biggest regrets in my business is I wish I would have written a book um, because it would be not too late. it would be hilarious. <laughs> <Just for that. laughs> um, I mean, I have seen everything up here from people with yeah. Lexus SUVs that carry their goats in the back. Um, <laughs> it is, I know. Oh, it's I, raccoons under the seat, like. So many, so many crazy, crazy stories and things that I see up here because it's Idaho and rural. Um, and then just secrets that people have. I don't know. So, so, so yeah, all the time I'm like, I wish I would have written a book. Um, yeah, crazy so, things I have hilarious. seen. I, yeah. I think somebody, we should definitely start that. There's a, you know, there's like, we should, yeah. we should set up a website of weird yeah. crap I've found in people's yeah. cars. And then you could just anonymously post a picture of like, Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the raccoon, like when I moved somebody's driver's seat forward, there was like a dead raccoon under the seat. And I was just like, I feel like you should know wow. that. You know? Oh, yeah, that's, know. that's something you I would feel probably like you should know that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Rufus died. Yeah. yeah. I, I really need my car deodorized. Yeah. yeah. One day a lady called and said, um, this was right before school, she's dropping. So a mouse gave birth under my passenger seat this morning. Can I just run my car by on the way? <laughs> Really sure. Can you set up mousetraps in my yeah. car? Don't hurt them. Don't hurt them. But I mean, yeah. I actually right. know a guy that, that took um, two alpacas and he would stick them in his um, Volkswagen double cab pickup, like 1960s, right? They have a little extra cab part. And he would load them one front and one rear in the back seat and haul them all over. And it was. It was a barn. It yeah. smelled like a barn. Oh, there's I mean, yeah, plenty of barn cars up here for sure. So, do you have a barn fee? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I probably should. But yeah, barn fee, zoom fee. Yeah, yeah there should be like the dog Rats. hair removal right. and then dog hair barn animal. animal. Barn animals. <laughs> animal removal. She's gonna be like, hey, what's that, what's that guy's name? Oh my gosh, there's a there's a crazy guy from down in Florida that's like a animal oh, removal yeah, yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, 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 yeah. There so, you go. Yeah. The new it's a new service. Anybody uh, trying to figure out a service <laughs> offering, go ahead and offer up a barn barn removal and animal fee. Yeah. To your detailing service That's today. Yep. <laughs> so you not only I wash cars, but you I wash alpacas, mm -hmm. raccoons, sure. rats, yeah. mice. Yeah. Animal service. Tractors. So <laughs> I do it all. Well, there's other people who do tractors. I've yeah. seen some people do tractors yeah. and fire trucks and mm -hmm. um where when so you Recently took Rennie's five-day course? Yeah, um, in July. Oh, okay, yep. so real recently took yep. that. Okay, yep. cool. So let's talk about that because I I remember in one one of portion of the advanced training, he was talking about doing test spots. Mm -hmm. And you just were like nodding because he was talking about yeah. doing <clears throat> multiple series of test spots. Yeah. And how normally they would go through that, mm -hmm. and I could just tell I was watching you, and you were just like, "Yeah, there's a lot to be learned yeah. there." Yeah, um, yeah. So the five day class was amazing, and and you get much more in depth. But the test spot thing was so interesting because I think that a lot of us like, well, you know, we might try a different pad or a different polish, and you know, you look at it and you go, "That totally acceptable results, right?" But when you do those test panels the way that he does them, it's amazing the difference that you get from different pads or different products and not every product works on every single car mm. which so that was really surprising to me like you know you just think you know one product that you have you might really like and it might work 70% of the time but then you have that certain car that it's just going to give that extra pop and if you have the products you know so that was that was really interesting to me that just a little tweak in the pad and a little tweak in the 
you know, product could make it. And they were big differences. Yeah. It wasn't just like a little bit, you know, um, some of them we had to kind of sit back and look with lights, but some of them it was like, Oh, you know? So yeah. Um, the five day training is really, really in depth. Um, the business stuff was invaluable, you know, especially for me at this point in my business where, you know, you kind of get in those years where you're like, okay, I'm actually making money at this. Like, you know, um, you know, what am I going to do with it? Um, but yeah, just the different techniques and, um, you know, when you're obviously for me, I don't use the test bots that much because mainly I'm just doing like one step corrections or whatever. But when you've got that coding customer or, you know, you really are doing a true paint correction, it really is a step that you should go through because it's pretty surprising the difference yeah. that it makes. Yeah. yeah. So, so really cool. um, and that's one of the things that I picked up in Utah, uh, it is, you know, on the interior side of things, um, it's, it's always been something that has kind of been a concern of mine is the wrong product and what's it going to do to right. the interior. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I just took the color off of this. I didn't know. So, you know, so doing a test spot in the interior is always really, uh, to me is, is invaluable as far as getting that, um, making sure you're using the right product in there and also knowing your products. Obviously yeah. you're a big PNS user as we i'm gonna grab the laptop and we're gonna scan around <laughs> holy crap i mean hey, there's like probably a, a PNS PNS tattoo so where is it <laughs> so um so in, along those same lines though everybody has their secret sauce right and like you said sometimes certain products work for certain yeah. things and i know that you know for instance if i call justin lobato on the phone and i tell him what car i'm working on he's got a certain thing or mark yes. you know and, and and they would have a certain thing there's do you see that in Idaho, because we have a really unique climate, yep. at some points in time we're going to be 108 degrees, yep. and at other times we're going to be minus eight. So we have a lot of extremes, <laughs> uh, only a couple of weeks for each of those. Mm -hmm. um, you know, So right now, two weeks ago when Jody and I were in Las Vegas at MT, it was 97 degrees yep. here. Today it's about like, 67 degrees. Yeah. So big swing in temperature. Do you see that there's any... Um, do your products change throughout the year in Idaho with the weather, or is it really just depending on the paint and the, the brittleness or whatever? A lot of it is the paint. I The thing I notice probably the most is just, um, like sometimes we have humidity here, which Idaho doesn't often have humidity. So in I would assume that in climates where they're used to humidity, they're more in tune to the products changing. And here it can kind of sneak up on because you're not used mm -hmm. to humidity. So like those last couple weeks of August, we had really high humidity that we don't mm -hmm. normally have. Yeah. And so it was just something that I had to consciously go, you know, especially doing coatings or, you know, putting on bead maker or something, you just kind of have to be conscious of it. Um, but as far as like the cold, I don't have too many issues. Um, the paint, obviously, if something's been sitting outside, I try to really cool the paint down in here. But if something comes in and, you know, I have to wash it right away, it's definitely, you know, the temperature of the paint is a lot different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, black paint especially gets really hot, but I don't have too many challenges with products, mainly just a couple weeks ago, just humidity, I think. Yep. More so than the heat here. We do have pretty dry heat, but I don't have any issues in the cold, um, other than, you know, the first year I was in business, I literally skated on ice the entire winter. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, I don't break though. anything. Um, but, but yeah, the products here, I mean, we don't, we don't have as many challenges here as I think in, in other areas. Um, right, right. And we do have people, they do do some stuff to the roads. We do in the wintertime, we put some stuff on the roads. Yeah. Um, some ice. They do, not Nampa. Well, yeah. they, put a, they put a big icer on the roads here that is, yeah, so it actually makes it slicker. Yep. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah. make any sense to me, but if you put yep. the de-icer on the road and then you're sliding all over. Yep. 
And I actually followed up with um, the Idaho Department of Transportation on that. So last year, I believe it was last winter, not this last one, but the one before, right after Snowmageddon, they put like a 50% solid state salt. And then last year they added it even more in. So yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy yeah. Salt. And so it's, I always yeah. tell my customers, like, you have to get that off right away and, you know, get a, get a layer of wax or whatever as a sacrificial layer because it's nuts here. Yeah, so let's do a quick chase. So we're going to do a tour. Let me grab the laptop. We're going to we're going to run around here. I just want you guys to see this. This is what uh, attention to detail in your shop. If you notice the gap between the red, there, it's even the same all the way across here. Let's Shall I get the ruler out? And yeah, that's right. I think so. I think it's exact. So here we go. The wall of product. This is actually a pretty nice shop. So people want to know how to set your shop up. This is a good. Uh, a good indication of how you should set a shop up, you know. And here's a must right here. Road FS, you gotta have that. So, so there you go. And then this is this is one of my favorite things about is right there. There you go. Love it. So, anyway, there you go. This is a great shop. Awesome. Okay, so. Um, how do people, we want to know how people get a hold of you. If they're in this area, or they just want to call you up, somebody that's in the organizations. Yeah, so I'm on both Facebook and Instagram, just under Eyewash Auto Detailing. Um, I'll be at SEMA. So if anybody is coming to SEMA, I will be at SEMA in the PNS booth the whole week. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> come does. check it out. And um, But otherwise, look me up on Facebook and Instagram. And so that's Eyewash Auto Detailing, Hidden Springs, Idaho, yep. and she is the bomb. I was watching her last week. I visited with her, and you talk about a lady that has an attention to detail. <laughs> she is extreme. So, But anyway, hey, guys, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Mafia Memoirs. You guys have a fantastic week, and we will catch you next Thursday right here. Same, same time, same bat channel, new guests. So. <laughs> Have a great day. See ya. All right, guys. Sorry. We're going to do round two with Sydney because we're just like laughing because the stories she's telling about some of her customers are hilarious. So I'm going to flip the camera and I'm going to let Rod and Sydney okay, so share this. So hold on. Because that is an Idaho thing. Is that is a total Idaho, Idaho, Idaho thing. So they say, oh, by the way, I went hunting last weekend, and you might want to clean that carpet extra good up there because I had the deer guts in a five-gallon bucket and it tipped over. <laughs> Welcome to Idaho. Let's
Let's take the family shot. suburban and throw yeah. the deer guts in the front seat. Or get one of those gamma seals or whatever those things are called. Jeez. <laughs> um, yeah. So, bury them, folks. Bury the guts. Don't bring them home. Yeah. Yeah. So they're those are pretty funny. Um, I mean, you you talked about writing a book. You yeah, really you should. should. We should start a segment now. From now on, anybody that's on mafia memoirs. Worst story right. of a car. Oh, by the way, oh, the body's still in the back. If you could dispose of that yeah. before you clean up, that'd be great. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, I had one that, um, this was a funny one. So this was a couple years ago. I was working on it. It was a Dodge Durango. It was an older model. But um, so I tipped up the third row. And I was like, that's a really large piece of poop. <laughs> and I was like, and it does not look like dog poop. No so way. I took a picture of it and sent it to a couple friends, sent it to my husband, and the poll was human or dog. <laughs> Everybody God. was like, that is human. And like, it was literally, the way it was placed, you could see that it was probably a child sitting in the second row, and he probably did his business, and then like reached in his pants, and like did what he did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could Sponsored by Eyewash Auto and Road FS. Road <laughs> and PNS, the PNS Terminator Line. That is super All right. fun. So. So funny. All right. Guys, have fun and uh, yeah, you wear your rubber gloves. Glove up, baby. Yeah. Steven yeah. said from Utah, no glove, no love. <laughs> <laughs>